This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having Jim Owen, a fellow retired and recovering investment banker, 80 years old and still a wellness champion, even though we don't use the word, he is now a Halo champion. Jim, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Great. So you grew up in Lexington, Kentucky. My biggest deal that I've worked on is out of Lexington, Kentucky. I've been to a lot of uh, Wildcat games. I watch them all the time. And uh, we've got a management team that started one of the largest health club teams. So uh, I know you grew up there. Oh, so why don't, you, yeah, why don't you give us your, uh, your quick uh, background and then we can talk about how to get people active uh, regardless of their age sure. and their, their social status. Well, I grew up in Lexington, Kentucky, and what a great place to grow up in. That's all I can say. And uh, I was lucky. And Adolph Rupp, as a matter of fact, was a neighbor of ours. And uh, just, you know, everybody knew everybody, and we all played sports and have just had a great time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yes, I spent my whole career on Wall Street. But it was really a means to an end. I'm not really a financial guy. I was a... The Wall Street Journal did a story on me years ago. It's almost embarrassing. Called me a rainmaker. Okay, so I was a guy that you know rang the cash register, uh, dealt with clients, that kind of stuff. Communicated. Uh, I, I I found picking stocks to be the most boring thing in the world. To be honest about it, <laughs> but my niche was just I just found it boring. I mean, I, nothing exciting, fun about it. But um, I was really good at what I did, to be immodest about it. And I worked my ass off for, you know, 35 years. I was a partner in three different investment firms. So I was on the asset management side. I mean, you know, we manage money for a fee. And the better we did for our clients, the better we did. It was just simple business, uh, nothing too complex. What I found that always intrigued me is that when it comes to managing money, the really, really smart guys, I mean, my partner in one of my success stories was an MIT guy, okay? Classic engineer, smart as a whip. If a client or prospect ever met this guy, they would never hire him. He was always negative, always down. The world's coming to an end. Right. Maybe not today, but tomorrow. I said, Jesus Christ. But he had one hell of a track record. And we took this firm called NWQ, from 100 million to eight or nine billion. And so I was a partner in three firms like that. So my, my whole background and history is sort of help, helping to grow the firm. That's that's kind of what I did. Dealt with clients for whatever reason. I always had a knack for walking into a meeting. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I mean, I didn't have to work at it. But people say, "Are you by yourself? Who's with you?" And I said, "Why, why would I need somebody else?" And <laughs> one of the three or four guys from Goldman Sachs out in the hall. So, you know, they've got their story. I've got my story. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I can always connect with a with a investment group. I don't know why I didn't didn't even have to work at it. Uh, just kind of came natural. Pete, everyone that I ever knew on Wall Street, 
uh, had a number. And you know what I'm talking about, okay? And we, we, we don't really talk about it, but it's the number that if you ever achieve it, you kind of say, I'm ready to hang things up and do something else. And that's, that's my story. I met my number years ago and said, you know, I'm not a greedy guy. I'm, I'm financially independent, and now I can do what I want to do. And that's the passion. I'm a creative guy. I've written seven books. Uh, going way back, I, I don't ask me when I wrote The Prudent Investor. This is way back. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe 1980 or something. I don't know. It's been a long time ago. The book did real well. And I've written six books since. And my claim to fame is a book called, wait for this, Cowboy Ethics. Yeah, I saw that one. And the book has sold 150,000 copies and still going strong. I wrote it back in um, 2004. And the motivation for this book was, you, you remember the, the early 2000s and the corporate, every week, a new corporate scandal, if not every day. Mm -hmm. And I used to be very proud of being in the investment business. We put our clients' interests first. Sounds great. Good marketing you know, pitch. But is that what Wall Street really did? I think back to Bear Stearns and all the, oh my God, all the horror stories. It's obvious that a lot of really good firms did not put their clients' interests first. I'm not being goody-goody two-shoes. I'm just saying it's good business to put a client's interest first. That's all. You can still make plenty of money and look at, look at yourself in the mirror if you do that. But anyway, um, I got out of the business uh, shortly after that, and I've been on this you know, gig of, of writing and doing documentary films ever since. And, uh, I just turned 80. I don't look it. I, I probably look like I'm 50 or 60 because I work out every day. Yeah. But, uh, my newest project, I, I did a doc, I got into the health field. I, I don't, I don't like the word wellness uh, at right. all. So I use, that, use my, use my halo term. I'll give it to you. Yeah, because wellness, every, everyone that has says, well, it's trying to sell you something. I don't care what it is, without exception. <laughs> Buy this protein shake or something, but everybody's got some, let me just sell. And I'm not against selling, God knows I, that's how I made my living, you know. But I wrote a book called Just J-U-S-T Move, mm -hmm. okay? And published by National Geographic. Yep. And um, would you believe the Wall Street Journal picked this up as one of the five best books? For, they called it Healthy Aging for 2017. And so I've been on this jag now for, well, since 2000, since uh, it's been 10 years. So real quick story, Pete, when I turned 70, I was in god-awful shape. And you can appreciate this. It's endless travel. Day I was doing it, man. I was Jim? doing it three or four Jim's days a in week. in Seattle. Yeah. Jim, where's Jim? Oh, Jim's in Baltimore. Where's Jim's in my... I traveled for, I don't know, how many years. And it's no wonder my knees were shot from being, you know, cramped up airlines, late night dinners, early five o'clock wake up calls. I don't regret a second of it. That's how I made my money. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. But in the process, I darn near killed myself from a point of view of health. The worst part was excruciating back pain. I mean, crawling on the, on the, on the bathroom floor kind of pain. So in the day I turned 70, I didn't forget, Pete. I looked in the mirror and said, my God, I'm an old man. Okay, I literally said that. And my, my, of course, both knees were shot. My right rotator cuff was frozen. Uh, but it was excruciating back pain. I just had, a, just had that pain on my face. You could just tell. And my shoulders were rounded. Sure, that's what happens to you when you, you know, slump over all the time. And I said, you know, I can't, Pete, I came across one statistic, and maybe you've seen this, maybe not. I think it, this came from Mayo Clinic. I think that's where it came from. Maybe it's Harvard. And it said out of, out of a very large population, we're not talking about 10 folks from Denmark. I, like out of 100,000 population, if you make it to 70, big if, if you do, statistically, out of this very large population, Pete, you're going to live another 15 years mm. and on average. Now, you may get hit by a truck the next day. You know. Yeah, you can probably try to avoid that, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, and you know, thundering horses and stuff like that. But, no, seriously, and I thought, if I look and feel this bad now, can you imagine – what I'm going to look like in 15 years. I mean, at best I'll, I'll have, you know, be in a wheelchair. Right. Cause I got to do something. And I just thought, I didn't know what to do. And I'm not a fitness expert at all. Blah, 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 blah. So I, you know, anybody that came out of wall street, you know, really does like research. I love, you know, picking something that interests me and just really digging into it. Just like you do. I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm in this fast endless fascination with that but i have to pick it not like in school where you know you will do a paper no no no, just whatever interests me and i became intrigued by this whole thing it's like what you're doing intrigued by it and um so i want to learn more so i talked to everybody i get i could talk to and uh i five years later uh after strength 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 training i'm sorry Mm -hmm. and Really working on my core. So the core is the best part of my body. That's the strongest mm-hmm. part of my body. I have no pain at all. I just turned 80. And the truth is I'm in better shape than when I was, you know, 30 or 40 years ago. And, That's amazing. Um, uh, my new passion, I just did a documentary film. and it, it, It's called The Art of Aging Well. And it's on PBS. And the reason for PBS Pete, you can appreciate this. You know, I've always done stuff with, you know, speaking gigs. And uh, that's how I've always built my business, speaking before anybody. I don't care who it is. It <laughs> doesn't matter. 800 people were 25. And because of the pandemic, I said, whoops, he was, I worked two years on this damn documentary. I'm really proud of it, but I can't get on a plane. I mean, nobody's going to get on a plane if they have any sense. Because I got to do, I got to, Plan B. And I said, well, plan B is PBS. And P, I know you've had this experience in your life because you've been very successful. I, I, I know your background. And Pete, have you ever done something in your life and looked back and said to somebody, you know, I must be stupid 
If I had known the odds were this long, I wouldn't have done it because I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. The odds of getting your documentary on PBS, eh, one in a thousand, I suppose. I don't know. It's, it's a <laughs> very low odd. I didn't, but I didn't know. And sometimes when you don't know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's advantageous. I just bowled ahead, made the calls, blah, 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 blah. And I used the expression, Pete, being a dumb salesman. <laughs> That's why just make the calls. Don't worry about the out. Just make the damn calls. And don't try and be too smart about it. Yeah. I would say I would say it's probably it's probably one in a thousand for the average documentary producer. It's probably one in a hundred for someone with your yeah. ability and bravado to just say, like, hey, was there a, a wall up there? I haven't seen one, so I'm just gonna walk through it. There you go. Pete, I knew it when I saw your background and and and, and did some little bit of digging on, on who you are. That's the same same talent or skill that you have, among others. Yeah. But but you wouldn't be doing what you're doing if you didn't have that attitude. Because nobody who's pure smart would do what you're doing. Oh no, God, this is never gonna this is never gonna catch on. Well, yeah. guess what? Well, when I started it, it was, okay. it was I, I, like I, seventeen people like listened to the first podcast. So yeah, like it looked exactly. like an uphill battle. But now it's like I got people using the term halo that I've never met before. And they're like, hey, will you guys exactly. have to show were you on this Zoom, like, in it, out of Atlanta? I'm like, no. They're like, yeah, they were talking about the halo sector. So I'm like, all right, that's working. I love it. And I love it. I love, I love the name. And I, 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 told, I totally dig that. So anyway, I did this documentary. And would you believe there, there are two, without, I don't want to bore you or your audience, but there are two distributors, to use that term, of PBS programs. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because the, the individual stations don't have the people to do the, to really do the research. And would you believe that both distributors said, we want to do this? I said, you do? I said, nice. oh, we love it. <laughs> and so we're right now, I'm guessing by the end of the first year, we'd be on, we'll be on probably 75 PBS stations. Each, each station, by the way, does its own thing. So Philadelphia, you know, may run this thing and for whatever reason, I don't know. I can't explain why Pittsburgh, eh, I don't know, maybe later, whatever. That's just the nature of the beast. Okay. But mm-hmm. my newest project is what I want to kick around with you. Okay. And this is my passion and I'm my whole life. I'm driven by passion. I, I'm that's not a, a smart guy, but boy, do I have the passion and that's the, uh, that's what really I need that in my life. I need to wake up every day and say, you know, I know exactly what I want to do today. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to play. I don't want to hang out at the club. I don't want to play. I used to, I was terrible at golf. I said, I wasted more of my life trying yeah, to no, play I think golf. I don't play. Yeah. And, no, I think it's great. So to, anyway, you know, I love what no, I do. Yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, age, uh, requirement for doing anything these days. So I think it's great. I, there was a guy, nope that I met back in New Jersey, he owned some uh, health clubs and he was 83 years old. His name oh was Vince God. and he was still working every day. And he'd be like the first guy in the office, the last guy to leave. And I say, Vince, when are you going to, when are you going to retire? And he said, four days after they bury me. Oh my God. I love it. Well, I was I like, that's that. awesome. Dude. Four days that after. That's right. So my, you're going to like this. My, my newest project is is about super a uh, super a, what's called a super aging that's what i call it super aging 
And that somebody, it's not necessarily somebody who runs a marathon or does skydiving. It's somebody who's probably 75 or 80, like your friend. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, has that connection with life. There's something, I said, you know, I really want to learn more about this. So I've been talking, what I observed, Pete, and you'll appreciate this, when I was doing my research on this book, what I, what I, what I saw was that there are people who are 60 who move and act like and look like they're 80. And then there are people who are 80 who look and move like they're 60. Yep. And I said, what the heck do these people know who are 80? And there's, there's no template. There's no one formula. But in general, everyone is physically active. Now, I don't mean a gym membership at a fancy you know, club or, or a personal trainer. They may have, but they may just do their own thing. Okay? Right. So it doesn't necessarily involve, you know, lifting weights. But they may, but they may, you know, rowing a boat. They may be bicycling, but they're quote physically active. Okay, and this is sort of what your interest is, and also they they have personal uh, personal interest. They have a purpose in their lives, like your friend Vince does. Something is, and they're and they're optimists by nature. If I was a health club operator, what what town are you living in now? I'm in La Jolla. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, I'm I'm in Manhattan Beach, up the street from you. So next time oh I come to San God. Diego, You're in Manhattan Beach. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. I know. That's a great place to live. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy. I just moved here, um, one mostly for the weather and for my ability to sure. be active. Um, but let me ask you a question. Same so thing. we we've got so we got a health club. Uh, that, that we've done some work with down there. It's called Fit Athletic, which has five locations, mm-hmm. one in Solana Beach, Carmel Mountain, uh, and then three downtown, and they got a big location in uh, Mission Beach. If they were to be, if they were to, to specifically market to you to say, hey, Jim, join a membership at our club, what would, what, what would be the marketing message that would resonate with you? Is it... Hey, come in, you know, you'll meet other people. It'll be a fun workout. Um, do you want, is it focused on results? Is it focused on, you know, having a trainer? Like, I feel like health club operators want to bring in the super agent demographic, but don't really, they can't talk to them the same way you say zero down and, you know, 29 a month and you get one free personal training session. Like that might not resonate with you. So what, what would resonate with you if you had, if they had a targeted messaging to the super ager population Great to question. get you to join? I, I think I, okay. I, 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 I think there are two points here. Okay, no, no, number one, working out, exercising, whatever you want to call it, movement, whatever you want to call it. Okay, when you're seventy-five or eighty, is quite a bit different than when you're twenty, twenty-five, or thirty. That's the first thing, because younger people, it, it tends to be, quote, vanity driven. When you're older, it's not about that at all. OK, I, 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 I don't really don't care what I lift compared to what you lift. It doesn't matter to me. OK, it's I want to I want to if I want to live an active, full life, I've got to be healthy. Now, that doesn't mean I never get sick. Doesn't mean I don't have a stroke tomorrow. It just means if I work out one hour a day, and that one hour a day 
Pete, is the best investment I've ever made, period. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you have all the money in the world. So what if you want your health? So I think, I think the, the, the hit the older demographic, it takes, first of all, it takes trainers who are a little bit older. Okay? That's my okay. personal opinion. I would rather listen to somebody who is 60 than I would somebody who's 25, who's ripped. Okay, so you're ripped. Great. So what? That's interesting. You don't know That's what aches and pains are until you get to be, you don't know what aches and pains are until you're about seven. It's like, it's like a car. The minute your warranty wears out, the car falls apart. Same thing with your body. So right. you tell me I've, you have a friend who's super fit and he's 60. My take on that is, hey, wait till he's 70. I don't care who he is, what he does, Arnold Schwarzenegger, just ask him. He got where he was using steroids. We know that. Oh, amazing. Are you serious? I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, I didn't either. Steroids? No, not him. Yeah. I haven't taken any, I haven't taken, now, I haven't taken any performance-enhancing investment banking drugs. So maybe that's something exactly. that you and I could okay. experiment with. So I think with. The, message, huh. the message is, one, socialization is really, really, really important for older people. Mm-hmm. And loneliness is as bad for your health as being obese. Okay, Man, you're, yes, preaching, you're, medically preaching that's, my, you're preaching off of my playbook yeah, Medically, right that's true. Yeah, medically, that's true. So to, to me, the message, so many older, particularly this pandemic, okay, people need the socialization. They need to be around people. And it's not yeah. that I'm competing against you. It doesn't work that way. There's no competition. I'm competing against myself. You tell me, Jim, you did 50 while well, I do 75. So what? So what? That's, I don't care. Doesn't affect me. But the socialization means, come on, Pete, you can do 15 push-ups. Come on, you can do it. It doesn't matter. So it's not a competition. It's just the socialization of saying, well, where's Pete today? I hope he's okay. And somebody yeah. says, I'm going to call him and see, Pete, are you okay? You almost never miss going to the gym. That's right. so critical for older people. And it doesn't seem like, you know, a big deal. You just show up, see your friends, do the best you can with what you have in whatever shape you're in. Don't apologize. There's no, there's, there's no body shaming. There's no, you could stand to lose a few pounds. So what? When you get my age, so what? I weigh 152 pounds now. I weighed 205 in high school. But wow. So what? Yeah. You may be you may be 20 pounds overweight. Doesn't mean you're not a good guy or you have good character. Doesn't mean that it has nothing to do with that. Okay. So I, I always tell people who ask me, is there a secret? Yeah. The secret is you gotta show up and show do the work. That's all. Discipline. Yeah. And let me ask you one. Let me ask you. Start from yeah. start from where you are. Okay. With say, God, I've got arthritis in my hand. So what? Work around arthritis. Don't use excuses. Just work with what you got. Make small, gradual steps. And the secret, small steps done consistently add up over time. That's all it is, period. Yeah. That's my opinion. I got, I, got, I got two more questions for you. One is, 
if you had, um, let's say that the, the health club had a, uh, shuttle service where they would actually come and pick you up. Would that be positive, negative? Would that make you feel good? Oh would my you gosh. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? I've never known why they don't do that. All oh, right, that's, so- that's, if there's, if there's a, if there's a secret to the bit and boy, this, your wall street background shows up. If there's a quote critical variable, that's it. I, I don't, right, cool. I'm I not going to, I don't know. I don't know yeah. I don't understand why people yeah. don't go like somebody the other day said like, yeah, there's like a lot of people in this area of, uh, it was like a, wasn't assisted living, but it was like an elder, you know, like an over 55 community. I'm like, why don't you just go and pick them all up and then drop them off. And they're like, Oh, then I got to deal with transportation. I'm like, dude, just like the people want to come, like make it convenient for yeah. them. So, okay, good. So right. that's another takeaway that people should think about. I, th- it. I, th- I, th- I think, I think if, if you had to get one great idea to, to, to give to somebody who want, who's, who said, I'm, I own a gym, what do I do? It would be, in my opinion, it would be either a mobile service where I will come to you yeah, of course, not so easy during the lockdown. Okay, now I mean you have your own little truck with whatever equipment you have, or okay, the alternative is to is to you know hire a young kid, you know, eighteen to pick people up. And yeah, so, I don't know why the, I don't know why gyms don't do that with awesome. older people. Now, what I if th- to be honest about it, I live in a wonderful place for you know older people you might say right mm-hmm. it's not an old folks home we don't it's it's, it's high end it's called v-i-v okay mm-hmm. and owned by the pritzkers in chicago okay and well if i had to drive myself 30 minutes to work out would i be this enthusiastic probably not yeah but i have a gym in my in my, in my apartment so i've got you know i've got a I've got all kinds of stuff. I, should I, I, I have a, <laughs> I don't want to tell you what I've got, but you know, this is the usual dumbbells and stuff like this. Uh, I've, I've got a, one of those, a cage, one of those stretching machines. Mm-hmm. And I just bought, I just bought a toner you know, on the, on the wall. Okay. And again, it, it's an, it's an investment. So I, I believe in this whole, I believe in what you're doing, Pete. I genuinely believe there's a there's an unlimited future for people not in uh, you know not in wellness okay but in exactly what you're doing and people awesome. who say you know I, I'm a I'm a, I'm an investor I own the clubs and well first of all do you really need all this equipment well I don't know why don't you do a little study that shows how many people actually use all these machines. Well, I never thought about that. You got, okay. You, you're second, second, yeah. se- second question. How did, where did these machines come from? Well, I talked to the salesman. Right. <laughs> the salesman said, you need these 15 machines. Oh, okay. It's so stupid. No, you don't. Oh, you, you don't. They don't need half the machines. What they need is some space for for an older person, and that's a great demographic. Okay. Yeah, I love Which, it. What we're talking about is fu- functional fitness. We're not talking about. I mean, bench press. Yeah, you need, you, need, you, need, you need your body weight and some dumbbells and a couple stretching bands, and you're you're good to go. Um, so you're good Jim, to go. 
Yeah. So, Jim, one is I'm definitely going to see you in person in La Jolla sometime in the next couple of months when I get down there. Sure. Second, sure. Dave, Dave, who's on with me right now, we got pitched on a um, potentially buying like an 18 wheeler. That's like a mobile health club. <laughs> and I'm, is, I have it on right. like the back of my list. Maybe we'll buy this 18 wheeler and just do pop up gyms uh, across the country. So that's the second thing. Um, but why don't you uh, as we close out here? Because uh, I want to be respectful of your time. What, can you give us some details on uh, where people can find the documentary or um, the link to your website on the uh, on getting to the books? Sure. Well, I've got I've got a couple of websites. Okay, but the but but the but the but the basic website is 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 called just move just move for life dot com. Just move. That's from the book for life.com. And, uh, it's, you know, I, I, what I'm real quickly, I'm, I'm in the, people say, Jim, what, what is your business? The answer is I'm in the inspiration business. My, my, my mission in life is to inspire people to get off the couch. And again, you're talking to them. Jim, do you have any credentials? Yep. I was a certified couch potato for years and years and years. <laughs> Look at me now. So yeah. I can do it. And I'm not athletic. I'm not that coordinated. If I can do it, shit, anybody can do it. And that's the truth. But you got to work at it. And awesome. and uh, love some of your ideas. Uh, we can we can ever find some way of doing something, you know, great. But I'm in the inspiration business. That's it. And it's not. Uh, I never get tired of talking about this stuff. Telling people, look, you don't need to lift heavy weights. You don't need to, but Jim, I don't like to sweat. <laughs> well, it's a separate issue. That's what I have. That's a a separate issue, but, so. Yep. Anyway, but I, I really have fun doing this. I wouldn't trade this for anything because it's my passion. It keeps me young and I want to keep doing this. And so my, this, the super, if you go to the website, by the way, we arranged to show this film, even though it's on PBS. Uh, you can you can look at the film from our website. We we just cut a deal that said, "Hey, PBS is great. We love them, but uh, we're going to put this on the website, so anybody mm -hmm. can, you know, look at it and say, wow, this is inspirational.' Well, if you like the first one, wait till you see the second one. So awesome. my partner's a guy named Jim Havey in Denver. Jim has won three. Uh, Emmys, not one, but three for documentaries. We've been pals for 30 years. So we're doing it. We're working on it as we speak. So when I hang up with you, we'll be working on uh, this documentary. But I never get tired of talking about So, Pete, it's super ager. I must have a T-shirt that says super dash ager. And I wear it. It's a it's a it's a it's one it's of those compression shirts. I wear it every day. Super oh, ager. Walk down the street. And say, what the heck is a super ager? Hey, send us a well, picture. Send us a picture of the shirt because we're going to get the super ager on the caricature that we make for you. Oh, sure. Yep, that's going to be awesome. Got it. Um, okay. Hey, look. I mean, thank you, thank feel, you. feel free. Feel free to use the term "halo," health, active lifestyle, outdoors in your uh, in your documentary. And um, if there's any like sponsorship opportunities for that or something, um, you sure. know, we're happy this, happy this to get involved. Sounds cool. Awesome. This sounds right, cool. Man, it was great talking Thank to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Stay Pete. strong, buddy. I appreciate the uh, inspiration and look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. 
As we continue to build our Halo Talks email notification database, want to offer you a free $10 instant gift card from our friends at Promotion Vault. Also to show you how easy it is to offer your members and prospects and clients the ability to get desired actions out of them and reward them in real time, go to halotalks.com, put your email address into the pop-up box, see how it works, get a free $10 gift card from us, and uh, keep listening and making everybody great.